Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I'm your host, the Bam a Thousand Gimmicks, John Baker. And we got Andretti back in here for a, a consecutive week. We are going to do something, basically a wrapped up version of what we did last week. Kind of wrap up 2022, talk about some news and what's going on in wrestling to end the year. And then we're going to open up to... uh give some 2023 predictions so super excited about that so uh welcome back for another week andretti hey man happy to be here as always uh my pronouns are uh stevie ray and tucker knight <laughs> what what uh what all did you watch last night or even today <laughs> right now i'm watching a glory pro show that had um glory Nick hole pro what's that <laughs> glory hole pro I mean, it, it kind of feels like that, but it was, uh, it was Nick Aldis and Davey Richards, uh, from, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, that was, that was pretty good. I was watching that today, but I, you know, not non-wrestling related. We, uh, we jumped into, um, to, uh, Tulsa King, uh, last night and we watched about four episodes of that. That show's pretty good, man. Have you, have you ventured into that at all? What's that? I haven't heard of that. Okay. So it's the Sylvester Stallone show about him being a mobster in Tulsa. I think it's on Paramount. I might have to check that one out. But it's the same. It's the same guy that did um, Yellowstone and the Yellowstone spinoffs. Oh, okay, Taylor uh, Sheridan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that guy. Like so, sometimes his writing's really good and really smart, and sometimes the writing's really bad. Like that guy. That guy can't write women characters, man. Like you know, <laughs> he's he's really good with Helen Mirren in the new one, the nineteen twenty three. He's really good with her. And he's really good with with Beth Dutton. It's the same. I, I don't know that. I don't know that woman's name. It's the same woman from uh, the second season of True Detective. Um, Kel, uh, her name's Kelly. Um, Kelly Riley. Is that right? Uh, something like that. Something Irish. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. But uh, she. I mean, he's he's really good writing those characters because they're they're men. I mean, he just writes them as men, and it and it works. But he's not he's not good with the other female characters. But um, that Tulsa King is really good. Like I, I like it. I might even like it more than uh, more than all the other all the other Yellowstone stuff. And it, there's a there's a scene in I think the third episode of Tulsa King where it's Stallone riding in an SUV and he's high and he's talking to um, Gilfoyle from Silicon Valley. Um, uh-huh. is beside him, and it, it might seriously be the best scene Stallone's ever done in his career, for real. <laughs> it's really great. And I, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, babe, but I, I met Stallone. I actually met Sylvester Stallone. So he, um, I, I ended up, I ended up working at one of his, one of his daughter's track events. I think she was in like eighth or ninth grade, and um, I saw him standing there, and I, and I was like, holy shit, that's Sylvester Stallone. And normally, obviously, I don't approach celebrities when I see them. But when I saw him, I walked over and I just started talking to him about Paradise Alley, which was this movie that came out in the 80s, which he wrote. And um, and he was like, hey, this is a guy with really good taste. And that was, that was a, <laughs> he said that to his wife while we were standing there. And then he and I just stood there talking about Paradise Alley for a couple minutes. Um, but I really like that movie because it's the first time I've ever seen um, a baby face turn heel 
throughout the course of a movie and a heel turn baby face throughout the course of the movie. So it's got this really cool like double flip, kind of like the <laughs> Stone Cold Bret Hart uh, <laughs> match, the Iron Man match. But uh, yeah, I mean that that movie's great. But I thought I thought that Tulsa King was a lot better than I expected, and and, I, and it's it's really funny, and everybody's really good in it, and I I, I was shocked, man. It's it's really a lot better than I thought it was going to be. That uh, well, typically what we like to do um, with like Yellowstone in particular, because I haven't seen any of the new season yet, but I I love that show. I'm like absolutely hooked on it, but I like to wait until the season's over, and then I can just binge watch them because I hate like waiting week to week to watch those sure. shows. So I can't stand it either. Yeah. So basically what we're doing right now is waiting until that final episode comes out. Cause I have them all recorded and then I'm just going to blow right through them. But I didn't even get a chance to even watch the, um, the prequel, the 19, what was it? 29. Was that the first one? The first one was 1885. Eight, 1885. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I get the years mixed up. And yeah. I really want to watch that one. I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but too busy watching Casey Anthony. Um, but well, I mean, who, who isn't at this point? <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check that show out in the archives, uh, the Casey Anthony documentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got, but, I got, some, I got before <laughs> I got something we got to do here before we jump into anything bacon. I've been, I've been scratching at the, at the, at the itch here to, to send it over to you. And I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in the chat right now. And we. I, I want you to. I want you to see this for the first time live on the on the uh, on the pause here. Okay. I got you. I got your little gift here, Baker. Click on that. See if you can open that. I got it. Oh, let's go. All right, we will play this live on the air. This is a, a yearly tradition. I can't hear it. Uh, I'm getting ready to play. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're live, baby. Three, two, one. Red line on. Old Metris here. And I'm sitting here. And I took my time. And I read all this out. And, and this is from old, an old man, sir, to Johnny Podcast. Johnny Podcast. It says, Johnny, you went and made your own podcast, the Podski. The damn Podski. And it says that you sat down and you tallied up a whole bunch of votes and you made your own end of the year awards, man. And you threw them all out to everybody. But old master didn't get one, you sack of shit. You son of a bitch. You dickhead. Johnny Podski, man. Oh, sorry. Johnny Podcast on the Podski made his award show and didn't give old master not damn one. That's fine. I don't need an award. Just give me a little bit of money, and we'll work all this out. But anyways, it also says that you were shit-talking light beers, and you were trashing Dub C Dub. Everybody knows old men who love Dub C Dub. Everybody in the world loves Dub C Dub, besides like five people. And those are five people I got no respect for. I don't like them. I want to eye-poke them, and I want to eye-poke you on the Podski. But anyways, you sack of shit. You son of a bitch. You monster. But anyways, I just want to say uh, thanks for letting old Manser get on here and do one of these old cameos, make a couple bucks. I'm going to spend it on light beers. But once again, at the end of the day, good luck on the podcast. Uh, you don't give me no award, so I hate you. That's fine. But, you know, good luck. <laughs> good luck with everything. I hope it all turns out well, but I'm still going to eye poke you when I see you at some point. You son of a bitch. Have a good one. Be safe. Don't get in too much trouble. But if you do, you can blame old Manser. Good luck with all the other awards out there you're going to give to whoever you're going to give them to. Have a good one. 
Good night. Be safe. I hate your guts. You son of a bitch. I poke God. I love old man, sir. And I, that was when the true story, when we went through um, and, and did, as I was posting all of the stuff on Instagram, I realized that I never talked one single sentence about Mance Warner. And I was so upset with myself. <laughs> Yeah, he's the man. Manser is going to be if uh, Manser should have been on the Manser should have been right behind Dan Barry on the uh, unsigned uh, men's prospect. If not, should have won. Sorry, I mean, Dan. He did a. I watched the. Uh, I watched the, the MLW episode from last week because I couldn't get the. I couldn't get something else to play for some reason. So I was like, shit. I'll just watch MLW and go kill an hour. So I watched that and he did, he, he didn't have a match, but he had like a little segment with this, with this, like, uh, this, this, uh, Lucha midget. They were in the woods trying to get the guys and it uh -huh. was unbelievable, dude. Okay. I need to figure out how to watch that. I need to get on, like, I love Manser and I need it's, to, I feel MLW's like I need. Free. MLW's free on YouTube. Oh, well, gee. All right. Well, then I'll check it out then. Yeah. I'm off tomorrow and uh I don't go back to the Chowney until the new year. But there's yeah. a there's a couple um there's a couple shows that I think are I think are uh are free on either you know YouTube or Fight or whatever it is. But I mean th those those OVW shows are free every week on Fight. Um the reality of wrestling shows are free on I think YouTube and Fight, I believe. At least, at least on YouTube, um, there's a there's a show too that I, I think it might just be on the um, it might be on the IWTV um, subscription called Wrestling Open, and they run them out of um, Worcester, Mass, and and that's like Dan Barry's in the tag team in in Wrestling Open with this guy called Fifty Cal, and this dude looks just unbelievable. He's got a mullet. He looks like shit. <laughs> he's 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 called Fifty Caliber because he's the highest caliber wrestler there is. Um, oh my God. and the dude's got like tie dyed blue pants and he's <laughs> just doesn't look good. He's got like a, a, a he rips his shirt off every match. It's dude. It's fucking awesome. Like that. Those shows are actually pretty good. Those wrestling open shows are, are pretty good. And they get, they get a pretty good crowd for them too, man. For them having like a, what, what appears to me to be like a weekly or a monthly show. They've got a hell of a lot of people that show up for those. So that, that's a, that, those are pretty fun to watch. But that um that whole that whole IWTV, um the internet wrestling you know TV um, subscription I got is ten bucks a month. There's a million shows on there, dude. They update stuff every single day. It, it's it's definitely worth it. I think it's I think the website is um, independentwrestling.tv, and there's there's a uh, just an unbelievable amount of shows on there for sure. Yeah, you always hear people talk about IWTV, but I just have never gotten into it just because I didn't really ever think to like do something like that. <laughs> Well, I can't. I, I was like, you know what? There's no reason why I have Grubhub Plus at this point when I never use it. So I, I can't. I can't use Grubhub Plus and signed up for IWTV. That sounds like a great trade-off. Yeah. Until like you don't want to leave your house and then you want the Grubhub. Yeah, and I tell you what, man. I saw a really awesome match. I, I put on Instagram about it, but like I put, I put, I saw a match from uh, this promotion called um, Freelance Wrestling, which I've never heard of until recently. Uh, but it's on the it's on the IWTV. It's the show from from uh, December sixteenth, 
2022 between uh, the bounty hunter Brian Keith and Speedball Mike Bailey. And that match was just unbelievable, man. It really awesome match. Those guys were physical as hell. Uh, really fun to watch those guys work. I mean, they're both really talented. They're both. I'm sure they'll both get um, get put into a a, a a bigger promotion pretty soon and get signed pretty soon. Both of them are really good. But th- that show also had Mysterious Q, who we talked about on the award show, mm-hmm. who's the reality of wrestling champion. Um, and he took on a guy called Robert Anthony, who I think might run freelance wrestling. And he seems like he's an older guy. He's probably like. I don't even know how old, maybe like 45, maybe early 40s to 45, somewhere around there. It seems like he's been around the business for a while, but that guy's really good too. Hey, he was awesome too. So being able to see him work with, you know, work with uh, um, some younger guys was a lot of fun too. So those those shows are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they sound fun. And, um, yeah. Speaking of fun, uh, I will be taking the trek to Chocolate Tan tomorrow night, going to... Um, how a live event for WWE because our illustrious uh, co-pilot of that's a Dolphins talk Trey Trigger Trey got us uh, club seats because his mom has the ins in uh, with her work so we get in for frizzle. That's great. So I'm pretty excited for that. I don't even know what the card is or anything. I'm I like that. Arena. Hershey, Hershey Arena is pretty fun. It is, yeah. Um, I'm super excited because they're. I'm assuming they're going to work towards something because they got um, Cena coming back on uh, Friday night. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what the show. I'm, I might just try to look up uh, the see if they got a see if they got a card up here already. Because yeah, I didn't I mean, even think to see what they're going to do going in with the house shows going into uh, the Rumble. Oh, here we go. We got a U.S. Uh, championship steel cage match between Austin Theory and Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, we're going to have a triple threat between Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. And uh, it just says more superstars included from Raw and SmackDown, including Matt Riddle, which can't be him because he's in rehab. Uh, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, OCs. Um, Judgment Day, Gargano, and the and thank the Lord the Miz is listed in there. Oh, that's 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 always good. So that actually sounds like a pretty good show. I'm actually kind of excited for that. I don't think yeah, I've ever seen so Austin. Are there is there is it a possibility Cody's going to be back by Rumble? Oh yeah, I think he's coming back for Rumble. Okay. Uh, he was just on Raw. That was one of the things I did want to talk about. Um, this last or yeah Monday night was the uh, best of 2022 show. And Cody had a whole segment on there where he was talking about, I'm coming back to, you know, get my revenge on Seth Rollins. So they're going to do Cody versus Seth one more time. And he's like, then I want to get to my ultimate goal, which is obviously the championship. So I think he's going to win the rumble. That's what I was going to say. Like, does he win the rumble and then beat Reigns on night one and then Reigns and it's Reigns and rock on night two. Um, I hope so. I hope that's, that's what I heard was the plan. I hope that is the plan. It would it would be nice to see Cody win that belt live. Oh, that would be so sick. Because you know how much they, of a mark need, I am for they him. They need him. They need him in that company, man. Like, and you know, I haven't always been the biggest Cody Rhodes fan, but like, they they need a new face, man, big time in that in oh, that company. They need a baby face in the worst way, and He's a the big right baby face like him. Yeah, for sure. 
I wanted to um, I wanted to uh, real quick uh, give my give my apologies to uh, Kyrie Sane in case she's uh, listening to this podcast. Kyrie, we know you're a big <laughs> fan of the Potsky, but uh, you know I, I said I said in the award show that um, New Japan doesn't really have a women's division, but that's not right, and I totally missed it because Kyrie Sane is the inaugural women's champ from this past month, and I didn't even I didn't even realize that that was. Uh, that was the thing. I didn't, even, I didn't even hear about it. But you know, I, she also should have been included in the um, in the best returns um, nominees um, category. You know, I, I think she should have been in there too because she's super talented. Um, it, it was a shame that she left WWE when she did, and, and she kind of left the left the industry for a little bit. But it's really great to see her back now and be the inaugural uh, New Japan champ. Yeah, I kind of forgot that she even left uh, WWE, and then that she went to. Uh, went back to new japan so um but yeah definitely for sure she should have been on the list there's a lot of people that i went and looked after as i'm posting them i was like damn i really forgot this person that person but that's why it's the award show not everyone can make a not everyone can win the award sorry old man sir (laughs) um but uh in other news we got a big we got a big podcast that's coming out tomorrow uh, I don't know if you've already seen some of the um, uh, what's the some of the quotes that have already come out from it, but Dax from FTR is basically taking over what is William Regal's um, podcast, and they rebranded it for him. And his first topic that he's covering is on CM Punk and about like the huh? What's it called? Uh, FTR with Dax okay. Harwood. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's coming out tomorrow, and they basically. Um, have you seen anything yet from it? The only thing I saw was the was the pictures of him and Punk from that weekend whenever they got together to record. Yeah. So like, Punk isn't actually a guest; he's the topic. Okay. So they kind of got you on that one. Um. But yeah, because I thought that CM Punk was going to be the guest, and then I realized that that's not exactly what it was. Like the topic of the show is CM Punk, like how they met and all that, and like kind of what happened backstage during the brawl out and all that deal. Um, so like some of the quotes that he had said was, um, a lot of what the dirt sheet basically what I don't have word for word, but essentially what he said is like not there. There are tidbits of truth in what you've seen in the dirt. But not all of that is true. And at least from his perspective, from he wasn't there, but he said, like, people that were there that I know and they have no reason to lie to me. Like, I understand you're going to get sides of every story, but not everything that you're reading is 100% true, which we all know. Everything lies in the middle somewhere. But um, at the end, I think he makes a plea to all four of them, like the elite and Kenny and CM Punk and said, like, the, our business needs you four to figure it out and do business together. Yes. Which uh, we 100% agree, which we talked about that last week too. So I'm really excited to give that a listen tomorrow. And yeah, I'll um, it up too. I, I, he talks about a bunch of other stuff too. Like they talk about Bobby Fish and some other stuff. It's, uh, it's a naturally, it's on Conrad's. Like it, it already dropped if you're an ad free listener, but, um, I'm not giving Conrad money, so. Um. No. <laughs> but uh, he's got a co-host, this Matt Coon, which if you listen to Tony, uh, that's stupid Matt Coon. Um, 
so yeah, no, I'm excited to check that one out at least because I, I like FTR and I think they have a good perspective. Plus, like the, the insiders, man, they're going to give us the dirt we want, not the Meltzer hopefully, dirt. Hopefully, it'll lead to a match, at least a, a trios match or an eight man or something. Yeah, for real. Um, and then the there was a, one other thing that at least I had on my list. Um, yesterday on Rhapsody or Grapsody or whatever that is that Tony Khan is on, um, they asked, they they basically came out and were like, so is Sasha Banks gonna be, uh, Soraya's partner on January fourth? And he basically like. The way his face looked like, uh, duh, obviously. So, <laughs> we'll see it. We'll see what we see, but uh, I'd be excited for that. Yeah. So, but uh, you got any more news you want to? You got it. What What else you got? You always got something cooking up over there. I mean, look, man. I just been I, I've been trying to catch up with work the last couple of days, and, and been watching indie shows in the background, and been catching up on a lot of that stuff, but. You know, like I said, I'm just I'm, I'm starting to find some really good independent wrestling where the production is good and where they've got consistently um, a decent crowd and they've got consistently like good performers showing up. So I kind of started making a um, a subscription list on my YouTube and I'm just going to start going through that basically every night because a lot of a lot of those promotions too, um, they'll post matches. They might not post the whole show all at once. But they'll post like match match one, match two, match three from a from an event. So you can kind of go through it and either watch the full show if you can find it, or you can just watch just watch the, the matches that you want to watch. So I've been having just a lot of fun with that and going through and, and and watching some of the some of the indie talent that we talked about last week and trying to find some more talent that I'm sure we'll talk about today a little bit. Um, but it's been great, man. I'm 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 really getting back into independent wrestling again, and, and it's something that. You know, it's every everything is a cycle, right? Where you know, I'll, I'll get really into watching um, Mid South, right? And I'll watch nothing but Mid South for three months. And then I'll get back into watching nothing but old Nitros for three months or whatever it is, right? But right now, I'm I'm really getting back into the indie stuff that I haven't really touched in a couple of years. And COVID COVID was a part of that, but I'm kind of getting back into it now with people running shows again and there being, you know, pretty much weekly shows around the country and around the world and trying to find that stuff and just save it and bookmark it and things like that with the, with the IWTV or with uh, YouTube or whatever it is. And just trying to go in there and catch, catch up. But yeah. That's pretty much all I had. All right. Yeah. So we got uh, another thing that we wanted to do was, is we've, Last week's show was the big show with the Holiday Awards show and the Hall of Fame inductions, which the Hall of Fame was a lot of fun. I still can't believe that Billy inducted CG Paul Bearer and Ice Train, Maximum Sweat Kane. I can't believe those are in the Hall of Fame, but they're there forever, etched in stone, brother. Um, But... We wanted to do some predictions for next year because that's part of the fun that we have here is that we can pull a lot of stuff because we already got our categories made already. So uh, I have uh, I have four from our list here already, and then I have um, biggest surprise and I have hottest take. So those were some things I added. Uh, what about you? You want to go with uh, some of your stuff first there? Enjoy. Yeah, I, I did pretty much the same thing you did. So I, I just kind of wrote down some of the categories that we went through. 
um, with the awards. And the, the first one I wrote down was like Fig of the Year. Um, so I, I know some of those got um, the some of the, uh, the the shots got released already, and some of them are up for pre order right now. But I had a couple figures written down here that that I think will be like you know early uh, early two thousand three candidates for maybe figure figure of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I had all, obviously the Razor Ramon Ultimate looks really great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean that that's going to be probably a must get. I put I put down to the um, the Andre the Giant Chase. Um, in the teal jacket with the belt looks really great. So I think I might end up trying to trying to find that at some point. Well, that's uh, Elite 100. So that one should be pretty easy to get. I feel like they're going to roll that thing out big time. Yeah. Um, I, I put uh, Commander Z's basic. Looks pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just going to be one of those figures that it's probably going to be the only one that guy's ever going to have made. And if I see it, it's going to be one of the ones where um, I'm going to end up having to get it because – I, I, I'm trying to be a character completist as much as I can, where I get one care. I, I get like every character. I don't get, I don't get every figure for every, every set, nothing like that, but I'm trying to get like one, one figure for every uh, person, for every character that, that gets made. So I'm going to have to get the commander Z's at some point. Yeah. The, um, I know that we're not, big lover i'm not a big lover of basics but sometimes the basics are really good i think um, the, the the women's basics are actually a lot better than the men's yeah i usually don't buy women's figures though so you're you're a big women's um wrestling follower so you you usually use a lot you usually get a lot more of those than what i do playing with too much shiro when i was a kid man <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, when, I, when I used to go to preschool, the um the 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 woman that ran the the woman that ran the preschool, her daughter was a year younger than than I was, and her daughter had all those Shira figures, and she had them locked in a closet, and me and this other dude would try to break into that closet every day to play with the Shira figures. <laughs> we were successful more often than not, and we would get yelled at all the time for it. <laughs> uh but yet yeah, that um going back to that razor remote figure uh they have the regular one in the chase the chase is basically an upgrade from that defining moments which is the one that i have already but i'm gonna sell that defining moments and get the i got the yellow trunks or the yellow jacket red trunks one because i thought yeah. that one was sick um that is for sure that's on my list for figure of the year um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super, I already got that thing pre-ordered. I couldn't wait. I was getting that thing right away. Yeah. I put down the, uh, the Malachi, the Malachi Black Supreme, um, looked pretty awesome too. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Don't, I won't buy it, but, uh, it's a cool figure. I have a, um, I have an Alistair Black Elite that I think is really awesome. So I'm probably just going to stick with that one. Same. Oh, yeah, I have one, too. I have his last one in the company. And I put down the Rhythm and Blues, um, Greg Valentine. I think it's oh, Zombie yeah. Sailor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Zombie Sailor for that one. I don't know if it is I or think, not, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that one should be a good one. I, I want to say that is Zombie, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. And speaking of him, though, like the, the Mr. Hughes looks awesome. The Roadkill looks awesome, and the One Man Gang is going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to all three of them. 
Yeah, he does. Uh, Zombie Sailor does a lot of good stuff. The he just like their stuff takes forever to get here because I ordered the Danhausen, and I think I probably won't get that until like March or something like that. Maybe sooner. I'm not sure. I I know that they're like really really close to being in, but um, I ordered that thing like well over a year ago. Um, but yeah, that that for sure. All of those, all those little Hasbro's and what Zombie does is great. Yeah. Uh, do, you, so, do, you have any, do you have any other figures that you were looking forward to? Uh, I have a few. Uh, the one I'm really excited for is the is that Rock Ultimate, the Target exclusive, because the original Rock Ultimate was the Amazon exclusive that like literally nobody got that thing right, and when it and when you did get it in package, it um. It, it oh my gosh like they, they didn't have the right pieces in there they didn't have the right figure in there and they were super hard to find that's like a hundred and fifty dollar figure if you want to go back and buy that so um definitely gonna upgrade the rock that I have with the ultimate and uh the other one that I'm really 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 excited about is um the Bret Hart uh target exclusive ultimate i'm super excited for that one because that is uh the pink jacket it's like a remake of that ringside exclusive that they did a long time ago um so i'm excited for that one i'm for sure getting that one and i think that's going to be the first one with those uh the hip articulation because they're going to add that to all the ultimates this year and I think that's the first one. That one should be like coming out very. They should be putting that up for pre-order like really, really soon. Um, and another one, uh, I pre-ordered the Shamrock uh, from that Legend series. Uh, it hasn't come out yet, but I, um, I'm excited for that Shamrock too because I don't have the original one. So super excited about all all three of those that I mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, those are good ones for sure. Um. I think for me, uh, another category, um, I got return of the year is going to be the rock at WrestleMania. I think like that is going to be huge. And if they're going to do what we think they're going to do, which is going to, they're going to do Cody night one, the rock, the rock against reigns on night two. I feel like that's, it doesn't get any bigger than that, man. I feel like they're throwing everything they possibly can at the wall. I mean, it's WrestleMania. You have to, but uh, do, do you have a uh, was uh, return of the year on your list? I put C. I, I mean, The Rock is probably the number one that I would want to see, but I put CM Punk down for this one too, just because I'm, I'm hopeful that that everybody's going to put their, you know, their stuff aside and get in their, and get back in the ring. And because I mean, look, man, CM Punk had an unbelievable year. The guy's a world-class talent. I mean, even whether he's hard to work with or, or he isn't, I mean, everybody's got to just understand that we're, we're, we're here to make money, right, <laughs> in, this, yeah. uh, in this industry. So hopefully they'll be able to make some money off of that and get him back in the ring. But I put um, – there was an MLW guy that I almost put on my um, best unsigned talent list for the awards, and, and, I, and I didn't put him on there um, because of this. But the guy's name is Richard Holiday. And when I was watching MLW all the time, I thought that guy was getting better and better all the time. Um, his his in ring was always good, but on the on the mic, he was kind of getting better, you know, with the with the promos and everything uh, over the course of time. But um, I found out that that guy in December 
got um he got stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, gee. And I was like, holy shit. So I found a um I found a Sports Illustrated article from um, early December that was talking about it. Um, and look, man, I, it's 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 really it's really horrible. I mean, you know, he's kind of like a he was kind of like a modern take on the million dollar man um, gimmick. You know, if I had to compare him to somebody in today's times, it probably I guess would be that. Um, but it was really good to see him do the kind of like opening vignette slash uh, little commercial on that MLW show from last week. So obviously the guy's going through treatment right now and he's, and he's trying to, you know, get his health in order and stuff like that. But it was, it was really good to see him do that um, with the, um, with the thing from last week. But I mean, you know, obviously best of luck to that guy, man. I, I thought that, I thought that that guy would end up being a WWE or an AEW talent, you know, sooner rather than later, whenever I was watching MLW before. So hopefully everything will work out for him and he'll be able to, to beat it and everything and, and get back in the ring. Yeah, best wishes to him for sure. Um, yeah, I think for the one, the one that I did want to mention as somebody that would be best unsigned, I didn't really talk about him much. Uh, was uh, Jack Tom? We, I mean, he was on the list, but Jack Tomlinson. Uh, we saw that guy at Long Island, and I think that guy uh, will be yeah. really big this year. He for yeah. sure is somebody that could win uh, over uh dan the man and you know for sure manser um manser should be on unless he did the he did the, sh- the spot in aw already this year so um, i mean I'm, I'm honestly surprised they didn't bring him in to fight moxley whenever moxley was jam yeah same i'm really really surprised as well because that sounded like a dead ringer for manser to come in and just do a gusher with him and it would have worked fine so I- i'm really surprised that they didn't do that um but you did mention CM Punk in the Elite uh, for uh, Return of the Year. I think I had that as my biggest surprise, as they're actually going to do it. Because a lot of people are on the on this belief system that, you know, they're not going to do that. And I, my biggest surprise is I think that they will. And I think it's going to be phenomenal. I, but, think so. I hope so. Well, yeah, we're all, ho- yeah, hope so, for sure. Um, but... What else do you, what, what other, I had, well, I had, I had two, since we're kind of talking about this, you know, with, with this one too, I had two, I had two names written down for um, unsigned men's talent that I think will have, have big years in, in 2023. And I put down um, Calvin Tankman. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with that guy or not. He's a, he's a Great really, name. he's a, he's enormous. He's a big dude. Um, he, he's just an ugly looking guy. And I mean that in the best professional wrestler way possible, but he's like super physical He's super athletic. Um, I think he's he might be tag team champions in MLW right now with somebody. I, I can't remember who it is, but that's a dude that I think is going to really break out at some point and end up and end up being a, a big player. So he's he's somebody to keep an eye out for. The other guy I wrote down was a, a guy named Ryan Clancy, who's been wrestling on those wrestling open shows that I've been watching. Um, younger guy, but just an unbelievable look. I mean, he he's got his whole gimmick is that he's like a 1950s wrestler, right? Where he's got like, you know, the, the trunks that are pulled up pretty high, uh-huh. uh, no knee pads, no elbow pads. And he kind of does like the, the front, um, the front flex where they put their, they put like their hands under their pecs yeah. instead, of, instead of on their hips. So he does, he does that. But the guy, the guy's really athletic. He's, he's fine on the mic, you know, for right now. Um, 
But I think that he'll end up having a really big 2023 and end up, you know, getting a lot of traction on the indie scene. But, um, yeah, Ryan Clancy, I think, is a guy that's gonna have, got a really good future. Uh, the, the Calvin Tankman, that is an awesome name. Yeah, it is. It's a really good name. What about Bud Heavy? Dude, Bud Heavy. is he, Bud Heavy's probably going to be my one of my candidates for guilty pleasure. Of, of, uh, <laughs> of I mean, this dude. He he. The best way I can put this guy. I mean, the guy wrestles in Tampa Bay Pro, which is pretty good. Tampa Bay Pro is pretty good. It's it's pretty fun to watch. They got a guy in there named uh, something Brown. What the hell is his first name? Alvin Brown, maybe Arthur Brown is pretty good. Um, but they've got um, the, the the Bud Heavy guy. Um, the best way to describe him is he looks like Beer City Bruiser with a dyed blonde man bun and. One a, a pair of pants like the fiend, but only one only one leg. <laughs> With the rider the rider leg. It's just like I don't know what's going on here, man. I mean, it's just it's it's really funny and it's great. It's it's fun to watch that guy. But he's 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 pretty. He's going to be somebody that's going to be a guilty pleasure for sure. That sounds so awesome. When you sent that today in the chat, I got super excited. Yeah, they got a couple guys. Like, Tampa Bay Pro is pretty good. You know, they 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 put on some pretty good shows. They got a decent crowd. Production's pretty good. So that that's that's something to check out too if you want to check that out. Oh, I was hoping that he had a whole gimmick revolving around Bud Heavies. <laughs> well, kind of is, but you know. But <laughs> uh, uh, did, did you have anything? Did you have anybody for um, unsigned women that you think will have a big year? Uh, I think that everyone that we had on our list already, I think that the sky's the limit for all of them. Um, shout out to all of those women. Uh, they were awesome on socials this weekend. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, I absolutely think the sky's the limit for all of them. I think really the only one that probably won't be a part of that list next year is maybe Kylan King. I don't know. Maybe she gets signed. I think she um, will. You know, I, I watched, I was going to talk about this too, but I watched that, um, I watched a show from um, uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, out of, I think, Hialeah, Florida, I think is where they run shows. Um, and she was on there um, against um, Kelsey Reagan, actually. And, and that show was literally that show was like last week. Um, but look, man, Kylan King, since the last time you saw her on AEW, she's gotten more muscular. She's gotten more confident in the ring. I mean, she is TV ready right now, man. And she she's just she looks so good. She's such a great fit for AEW right now because that that AEW women's division is so top heavy right now that they really don't have anything credible in like the mid card or the low card that just that don't just look like jobbers with everything they do. So Kylan mm-hmm. King is somebody I think that they could throw in there right away and be a, and be a real threat um, in the in the mid card. But um, with the um, also on that show was was Ashley um, Domboise was on that show too. Um, and she wrestled a, a girl named La Brava, and I, who I, I had never really heard of before. But that that match with her was really good, man. And look, those that those, those shows are on YouTube, and they're free. Those are free shows on YouTube. And, they, and, and uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling has Bill Alfonso on commentary. If that's any if that's any more of uh, some bait for you to check it out. But, <laughs> but Ashley Ashley Dombois, man, look, she's strong, athletic, you know, creative in the ring. She looks like a pro wrestler. She's still mm-hmm. young in the business. You know, trains with QT, trains with Cody. Dude, she's going to be on a main roster probably by the end of 2023. And if 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 not by the end of 2023, then probably 2024. But I think between her and Kylie King, and they were they were both on the same show. Um, I think between the two of them, 
Actually, Dawn Boas is, is more of a WWE talent. I, I really do think that she's more WWE, uh, you know, leaning that way, I, I would think. But mm-hmm. Kylan King was an AEW talent. And I, and I think that yeah. those those are really good fits for the two of them. And, and I'm, I would not be at all shocked to find out that both of them got signed by the end of the year by, by both of those places or each yeah. of those places. Rather. But I really hope I really hope they let um, Dawn Boas keep the French Canadian stuff because she it, it's, it's really cool. I, I like it when. People have like a, a regional uh, affiliation, right? And I know kind of Seth Rollins plays up the Iowa stuff a little bit, but the w- but with um, Don Bois, I mean, she's got the the, the Florida lean on her gear, you know, and she's from she's from Quebec or she's from Mon- you know Montreal, wherever she's from up there. That I think is I think is really cool, and it's really special to see that kind of stuff. So I hope that they let her keep keep some of that. Yeah, for sure. She definitely has a TV ready look as well, like. I both of those women that you mentioned would not be surprised if either one of them are not on um uh roster by the end of 2023 yeah. for sure. And then the only the only other women I had written down were the the Tongan twins in 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 WoW because they they are they they're huge they're giants first of all for women's wrestling they're really big and they're physical. I, I am baffled that those girls are not in NXT right now. I I'm really shocked that they're not. Yeah, I haven't checked them out yet, but I know that you have and you love uh, WoW Wrestling, so uh, I am for sure going to like absolutely take you up on that one. Well, look, man, if you, I'm, I'm telling you, if you jump into WoW, it's just like we were talking about before. You've got to put yourself in the environment, right? Because yeah. it's kind of like a it's kind of like a women's lucha underground in, in in some in some capacity, right? Where you know, again, a lot of the talent they're not ready to be on TV, man, and some of them are ready to be on TV. So it's it's got kind of a a mix of a mix of of you know good and good and uh you know people that, that have some areas of opportunity you know to put it nicely but um mm-hmm. there's people in there that are going to be really good man that are that are really good prospects that are that you're going to see on you're going to see on major tv pretty soon absolutely uh and speaking of women um for i have down here for best uh female uh my prediction is that um Sasha Banks is going to go on a hell of a run in AEW next year. That's my yeah. prediction. For I mean, best female. You, think, you think they're going to sign her full-time, or you think she's just going to be a free agent that floats between New Japan and, and AEW and wherever else? I don't know. I'd like to think that um, Tony will let her work, allow her to do whatever she wants, and they're, they're going to give her a flexible schedule that wwe wouldn't give her that's why that's the only reason that i think that um she's gonna go to AEW and she's a good fit for AEW is because she has a lot of outside stuff she wants to do now uh especially with like mandalorian and all that and whatnot she's she's in a million different things right now so i think that her going to somewhere like AEW it would be perfect for her because she doesn't have to be there every week and when she comes back she can be the star and uh, that's why I think that she is a, a pretty much personally for me. I think she's a dead ringer for AEW. And if yeah. and if she doesn't show up on that January fourth show, and I look like an idiot, then that's fine. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, the, the there's too much smoke for this fire. Yeah, I would I would say the only thing I worry about with that would be that there she's a main event talent. And that that AEW roster is already really top heavy. So who do you push down the card? Hmm. You know what I mean. Like, I feel uh, like you got to clean out a lot of the lower bottom. 
I mean, I know. I think so, I think so too. But you got to replace him with somebody, and you don't want to. You don't want to get rid of, uh, you know, uh, Red Velvet and, and yes, try to, exactly what I was going to say. You don't want to try to try to say try to tell Britt Baker she's got to go wrestle Red Velvet spot. No, I think that people got to lose matches. People have got to lose matches. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I I absolutely agree. I would I would probably honestly I think that they might get into the tag team deal next year. I could see that. Not that I want that to happen, but they, I mean, really it's Jade can't be champion forever. So she's got to lose at some point. And I think whenever Jade loses, that's going to open up the women's division a little bit more. Cause basically you're just feeding, you're feeding everybody in the mid card to her, the mid and lower card she's getting fed. And then you're saving all your top talent for um dynamite and they're just recycling over and over and over again and at some point that's going to get stale that's so saying like who who are your who are your role players like who who, who are you going to put in there that can float between that and can be kind of the mid-card talent because right now they really don't have mid-card people that are that are good and look i'm not i'm not trying to be an asshole by saying that but like no, no, i don't no. ever need to see nyla rose ever again right and, and are you gonna are you gonna make sheila uh sheeta and Rio mid-carders I mean, is that, is that what we're doing? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's, there's so much talent at the top, especially with, you know, at, at some point, Statlander's going to come back, too. You're not going to mm-hmm. have Statlander eat pins for the next three years. No. You know, so, like, there's there's a lot of people who are really good at the very top. And we're talking about Thunder Rosa coming back at some point. I mean, you've got, like, ten main event women who could legitimately be the champ. But, but then you've got, underneath them, you've got, like, one or two people that are worth a shit. And all the rest of them are people that can probably go go you know find find work elsewhere. You got to bring people in that are going to fill those spots. And and I don't I don't know that I don't know if they've done a very good job developing the women's roster from top to bottom. Now, again, they've got really good really good talent at the top. I don't think they've got really good mid card and, and low card talent. No. Um. So I think that they are in the same boat as WWE right now because WWE women's division, it's very top heavy and everyone under the top is just not good. They've got a lot of the the thing that helps WWE is that all those women in NXT are going to be very good. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the only thing is that everybody that's on the main roster now has been there and they're established and they've been there. And now, yeah, they did inject some new people. like Dakota Kai and them. So like they, they got, they got some youth injection this year, but yeah, Tegan Knox, they just brought back too. Yeah. And so they did get some youth injection, but um, you, you still got Beck. You, you still got your heavy hitters in there. Uh, But yeah, I, I have to agree that, you know, AEW is really top heavy there and they don't get in one. They don't get enough time. Secondly, they don't get booked right. Thirdly, when they do get booked, they get stuck in the dead zone um, of a card, and then then we end up hating it, and it's just a vicious cycle that we go through with AEW women's division. Yeah, I think they I think they're just going to have a problem where they've got too many cooks in the kitchen, man. And I and I don't know I don't know who ends up being the person that gets left out in the cold with that. You know, and it's not it ain't going to be Britt Baker. You know, no. and maybe it's maybe it'll be Tony Storm. I don't know, but I but like. They've they've got to figure out something where they can kind of clean that clean house a little bit and bring in people that are really good in the ring that are prospects that 
are could legitimately be main event talent down the road. And that's where somebody like a, like a Kylan King, I think, would be really helpful for them. Yeah, I agree. But... Did you? Um, I, I I put down too for I, I had a category here for women's breakout star, and that was kind of just like people that were kind of already on the rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the NXT or the WWE AEW roster that I thought might might have a really big 2023. Did you did you have anybody that you kind of thought were were those kind of people? Um, I don't I don't have anything written down, uh, but I can't really think right off the top of my head. Um, right now, no, I can't. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who I want who I can think would do that uh, other than somebody like Statlander, but she's yeah. got to get healthy and she's got to be there. Yeah. Who, uh, who do you have? I put, I put Cora Jade for, for that category. And I put, you know, I, I put down too was Blair, Blair Davenport, you know, B Priestley. I don't, I don't know if she's still trying to get back from the injury or, or what happened, but I think she'll be somebody that'll have a really big, uh, a really big 2023. If she's, if she's back. Yeah. Uh, we talked about her a couple weeks ago in the state of the AW roster show. Yeah. I just, one of those things that she just was there and then she, she was in AEW. Then she went to WWE and then yeah. haven't heard anything for a long time about her. There, there's um, two girls. There's two girls in NXT that keep, that seem like they keep getting better every week. And it's this, it's this, uh, this girl, Saul, um, Saul Rocca, Saul Rucka, whatever her name is, that is like a gymnast. It's got a really great look and she's super athletic. She'll probably end up having a really big year, but that there's also somebody in there named Kiana James mm-hmm. that I was not at all interested in whenever I first started watching NXT again, but now she's kind of grown on me a little bit. She seems like she's getting a lot better in the ring. So I think she'll end up having a, having a big, uh, a big 2023 too. Yeah, I would agree too. I always hear uh, Alvarez talking about her. Um, But uh Another category I got here is best male. So um, personally, I mean, I already kind of killed this earlier. I said my vote for prediction for next year is best male is CM Punk. And that's only contingent on if he does come back. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already talked about it at nauseum. I think when, when he's there, you can't, who, who's better, who better in the words of Canyon, but um, I, I don't, if he's not there, then obviously it can't be him. So um, if it's not him, I'm going to probably say, I don't know. I, I want, I don't want to be a Mark, but I, for Moxley or Roman or anything like that. But I think that somebody like Ricky Starks could really elevate themselves to a main event talent um, just because his mic work has been phenomenal. And he just did the match with MJF. And now he's got the match tonight with Jericho. So like, the kids getting the kids getting the strap the rocket strap so let's see how far he goes um i put i put cody for that because i think i think you know cody will end up winning the rumble i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty hopeful that he's going to end up winning a, a major title at wrestlemania so i think that for kind of having a having a, a really big 2023 i think cody rose is probably going to be my pick for that so my so i i was going to put cody in for best male but i have a two so uh I'll I'll wait to get to that one. But I wanted to put Cody Rhodes here, but um I have him in another spot. Yeah. Um do you want to get to that spot since that is our biggest award of the year? Do you have any yeah, sure. want to get it. to the biggest one? Yeah. All right. So uh so obviously like we had mentioned on the pod last week that 
the MVP or the most valuable person, um, that, that's our biggest award of the year. So uh, for my prediction for that is going to be Cody Rhodes, because I think that if he comes back at the Rumble, which all signs are leading towards that, and then that moment that we're going to get at WrestleMania, if he does win that title, like that's going to be like maybe one of the most important moments in recent memory at a WrestleMania. Like that is going to be up there with the Daniel Bryan um, Yeslemania. Like we haven't had a moment since then like that. So I feel like that it, it could top Yeslemania. And I wanted to put, um, I have a honorable mention for MVP and I have the, my, my honorable mention for MVP is Jeff Jarrett in AEW because um, not only as a in-ring talent, but I think from what they've been saying with uh, what JR said on his podcast last week, that AEW is going to get into the house show game uh, this year. Uh, and apparently that's what Jeff Jarrett was brought in for is to get the house show game up and running. And, you know, that's what we have been saying here for a couple weeks is that AEW needs a house show business. They need something like that to get people to wrestle more often because that's what's holding the roster back. So um, that's why I have um, Double J Jeff Jarrett as a honorable mention to MVP because I feel like if you get it up and running and it's good and it's successful, then that that can be something that's going to save AEW in the long run. Yeah, I put um, I put Triple H for that one, um, and I, I just I put him because I I really do feel like that WWE is going to have a pretty big year in 2023, and, and he's he's been in charge long enough now. Um, that I think we're going to start to see it really kind of kind of transition pretty shortly here, and I think that by the end of 2023, we're all going to be back on board with the WWE. I'm hopeful for it. Yeah, so that is gonna that was one of my hottest. That was one of that was going to be a part of my hottest take, which was going to be my final thing that I was going to add here. Um, I think that Triple H, like we are. This is going to be the last cycle of the Vince McMahonisms, and then I think in 2023 we are going full force, full bore into the Triple H era of WWE, and we're going to all look back and say, you know, like Triple H was the fucking guy, like because I think we're all going to go back to WWE. Probably. I hope so, man. I hope it's good. I hope. I hope that they can get it together and get everybody back on board because we need, we need the WWE to be awesome. Right. And I want, I want them to be awesome. I'm not saying that they don't do good stuff already, but there's some clear like things that like, I don't like in the same way that it is with AEW. Like I'm not going to like everything, but when WWE is at their best and they're at the tippy top, like then everybody else is doing good. So, um, but yeah, I absolutely 100% agree that Triple H could be a big he he's um we know, we already know, we've already talked to nauseum on this podcast about how I'm the biggest mark for Triple uh, Triple H. So whatever he does, I'm going to love, but that dude, he is coming for blood because he got embarrassed once by Tony, he's not going to get embarrassed twice. 
and he's got a lot bigger paycheck to play with now. <laughs> so I I would be hard pressed to say that you know 2023 is the, this might be the biggest year in wrestling, like in terms awesome of like year. setting yeah. up the future. Yeah. Because we always talk about like how like 19 was so important, and then but like this year like 2023 AEW is working for a TV deal. Uh, WWE like they're they're working to you know get get mainstream again. So um, they want to go you know ultra mainstream. So I I don't know. Hopefully they do that and AEW gets a really good TV deal. They got the rebrand coming up next week, which I'm I'm really excited to see what their rebrand looks like. Um, and I know that they just resigned. They just signed a guy that was right under Kevin Dunn, um, from production. So, and even when you look at the new rebrand of Dynamite, it kind of looks like Raw a little bit. Uh, not I don't hate that, but I, I mean, um, so I'm I'm excited to see a new modernized look for Dynamite. I hope I hope we I I'm always up for new stage design and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh. Did you have any other uh, takes? You got a hottest take or anything like that for next year? I mean, I've got I had I had men's breakout star um that's already kind of on the roster. And for and for that I put down um hopefully Damian Priest, man, can get away from that stupid faction that I fucking can't stand. <laughs> um hopefully they'll get him out of there and have him start whooping some whooping some ass. Because that guy's awesome. And yeah, the, the only other the only other name I had for that was Carmelo Hayes. I think that I think Carmelo yeah. Hayes is really oh, yeah. big have a really big 2023. Now, whether, whether that ends up being him being NXT champion where they pull him straight to the main roster, I think that guy is, is damn close to being ready for, for either one of them. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes is awesome. Um, I, I absolutely hate judgment day. I hate Dominic Mysterio. He is a, uh, talk about guys you don't even need to see ever again. I, um, I just, I don't care. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, Dude, every time I see you, I just see Eric Watts, and I don't want to see it. Like I'm, I, I just don't, I, I don't know, I don't see, I don't see the future in that guy that that apparently other people do. So whatever. I, I don't think he's gonna last. He, I mean, he can't. I mean, he's not good. I don't know. And, I think and, the, and the way that they keep playing up like this Eddie Guerrero BS, like they're, they they've gone too far. They've already I, lost. I they lost put, me I a long put time that guy. Ago. I would have put him under hood in NXT and had him never say a word on TV until he got really good in the ring and had him feud with like Santos Escobar and do Lucha matches and stuff like that and, and get him over as a baby face with the crowd because he can't, he can't work and he can't talk. So what are, what are we doing with this guy? If we, if we think he's going to be a, a future player in the, in the intercontinental division or, or, or the U S heavyweight or whatever it's going to be, because he sure as hell is never going to be world champ. Mm-hmm. But if you think he's going to be a, a, a player for one of those lower belts, then, then you got to put him in a position where he's going to be successful. And I don't think that they, I don't think they did a good job of doing that, but I also don't think he has the talent to justify even, even getting the opportunity. And I, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, Ray, sorry. I'm talking shit on your kid, but that, that's the way I see it. I think that they kind of, they threw him out there during the pandemic and they were really hoping for something big and he showed some promise early, but then like, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but I, I just don't care. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, do you got any, uh, did I send you that picture of Carmelo Hayes from last night? No. So I, I threw on a random show last night from, from, from fight. Um, it was like, uh, 
was it chaotic wrestling or something like that from like 2017, I think. And I, and I look up at the screen, like I'm, I'm like, you know, screwing around on my phone and I look up at the screen and I'm like, holy shit, that's Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> so I, uh, I was really, I was really shocked to, to see that, but, but yeah, I think, I think that guy will have a big year. Yeah, he, he definitely looks like he's going to have a big year for sure. I'm trying to think what else I've got, you know, what else I have written down here. Um, I had, I had commentator of the year, which I think will end up being Ian Riccoboni. You know, once they figure out this, this ring of honor stuff um, and get him on a weekly show or whatever it ends up being, I think he'll end up being commentator of the year for 2023. Mm, I like that. I like that. Big friend of the show, Ian Riccoboni. Uh, and great, great cameo guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I had I had manager or valet of the year, and I put Stokely with the Ethan Page. I hope that goes someplace. Same. I hope it goes somewhere too. Um, for weekly show, I put Raw because I think wow. that I think by the end of the year, I think Raw is going to be really good. Um, I would love Raw to be good. I'm always a big Raw guy, but to make three hours good. You got you got to go through, you got to like pull some strings and go through some hoops to make that work. Trying to see what else I have. I the think only a thing... guilty pleasure might be Big Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I, you know, I, I, I noticed too that, that I don't think Dijak is on the main is on the on the WWE Superstars page on the roster page. Really? Yeah, which is kind of strange. We need T bar. Yeah. But I put um for um pay-per-view or or PLE of the year, I put Mania. Oh yeah. I yeah, I already had Mania etched in there. I think this WrestleMania, not only because we're going to it, but I think that because it I think it is gonna be a monster show. Like we're gonna get if this is gonna work out the way that we think, like we're gonna get Cody and Roman night one. We're gonna get Rock and Roman night two. We're gonna get money in the bank. Because they already said that is going to be that that is going to be at WrestleMania. We're going to get Stone Cold. We're going to get John Cena. Like, how much bigger of a WrestleMania? Like, that's big. I, what are they going to do next year for forty? That's bigger than that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, they're like they're going to have to they're going to have to dig deep in the bag next year to make forty big. It's going to have to be Hogan and Sheik. <laughs> Bring back the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> Can we get can we get the Iron Sheik in shape in two years for two years? Oh yeah, he break your back, make you a humble. <laughs> the only other uh, the only other category I had written down uh, was uh, the who I who I foresaw being the tag team of the year. Um, I think it'll be FTR. I, I think that FTR by the end of the year will have the AEW titles. I hope so. Uh, and, and I and I put down too that you know I, I think the Gun Club is going to have a really big year. Oh yeah, uh, those guys keep getting better all the time, man. They they really do. Um, and I put I put Everrise on there too. I I don't even know what the hell their name is in AEW, but um, Angelo Parker and in in uh, Daddy Magic, I think are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, those guys are really good. So I'm hoping that they have a they have a big year. Uh, and I'm also yeah. hopeful. I'm hopeful for the War Raiders too, man. I'm hope hopefully we can get to get the War Raiders, you know, going and and have them be relevant tag team and be the ass kickers that we all know they can be. All those tag teams that you listen li- listed are all awesome. I love all those tag teams. Um, I really think the Gun Club can really break out next year and really do something big uh, in that division. And I absolutely hope that FTR has those belts by the end of the year, 
or yeah. at some point in the year because good lord if they don't man what a swing and a miss that they're doing in the booking yeah but yeah you got anything else before we uh hit the hit the dusty trail i mean that's the that's the only stuff i had down for the categories for um for the uh for for you know kind of projecting what next year is going to look like i did write down um, a couple other things too here about like, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of wanted to see what your takes were on some of these guys. Um, and and I, look, I, I didn't even, I didn't even really plan anything for this. I just wrote down a bunch of names when I looked at the rosters last night, but yeah. kind of, like, you know, what, what would you do with kind of category? Right. Okay. So, you know, for 2023, what would you do with the Usos? Um, so the Usos, they, They've been the longest reigning tag team in the in the company history, so I think that they probably have to lose the belts. They don't. Um, I mean, clearly they're going to do a breakup thing too. So, like, the, even that might even be a WrestleMania match where it's going to be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Um, I think that that could be something that could be done, and I think that would really work really well, especially because of the way that Sammy, how fantastic Sammy has been in the bloodline. Uh, but that's what I would do. I'd, I'd break that. I'd break not not break up the team, but I'd break up the uh, the bloodline with uh, Sammy leaving, but then having the Usos drop those belts to them. Yeah, that's a really good idea. The the only thing I could think of with that was that there's there's really not a tag team there that I think is in a position to beat them. No. Unless, unless there's like internal fighting between the two of them, right? right? So the only the only team I could think of that was even on the radar that could maybe beat them by the end of the year, it, unless you did something storyline-wise like you were just saying, would be pretty deadly. And I don't even know if those guys are ready for, ready for that. Yeah. I don't think they're ready for that. No, I agree. Um. Yeah, what, what's uh? G- give me more of these. I like this. Um, Stone Cold. Oh, you put Stone Cold uh, on WrestleMania. You have him do a big match. It's got to be, it, but you got to let you have to let Steve be Steve. He's got to do all the stuff that Steve does. There's no shortcuts this time. There's no um, like oh, he's gonna you know he's not he's gonna do a match, but he's but we're not calling it a match. Like no, you if you're gonna you're gonna do it. You gotta fucking do it. So, who do you put him with? That's I was having trouble thinking about that today. Whenever I was kind of going over it a little bit. Um. Hmm. Now the guys, the guys that I thought would be really good for him to work with. Now I don't know if any of these guys are big enough names, which sucks because they're all super good. I I would like to see him do something with Bobby Roode. Yeah. Or Ziggler, oh, but we can't. Rude got neck surgery, I think. Oh, okay, I didn't even know that. Okay, um, I mean Ziggler, Ziggler would be a hell of a guy to throw in there with him. Ziggler, you get a good match with Ziggler, but I think Ziggler's name is too diminished now. Like um, he's just been, you know what I mean? Like I love Dolph Ziggler. I absolutely love Dolph Ziggler. What one of the biggest booking whiffs that they ever did was not put that title on that guy back there a few years ago. I know, I know. Um. I was maybe thinking, Rollins? huh? Maybe Rollins. Well, that's what I was going to say, because if you're, I was going to say somebody like Rollins or um, maybe Sheamus or something like that, like have the brutes. Like, could you imagine like brawling, like um, Steve Austin coming out with double knee braces and just, you know, stomping a mud hole and then progressively walking it dry on the brawling brutes. Like, 
Uh, I think I'd like that. Um, I'd like, and in in the in the run that Sheamus is on, he could get you a good match out of him. I'm just worried that it won't be physical enough because of Austin. Uh, Sheamus's yeah. matches right now are are like ass kicker matches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, the, putting Rollins in that position would be phenomenal. Yeah, I think. I think so too. That's a really good call. Um. But yeah, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it big this time, and you got to do it right. How about Ronda Rousey? Can she go back to farming? Um, yeah, no shit, right? Uh, I I don't hate Rousey. That was a sizzler that I just landed on her there. Um, I don't know. Who do I mean? What do you do to make a big match out of her unless you put her? I know you don't do that. You've already done I think it too many gotta, times. I think you've got to put somebody over, make, make her, you know, just, I she's don't know. She's got to put somebody over big, but I don't and know. Then, and then, then that's That should be it. Like just, just build her up and feed her. I don't know. I don't know who, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's, if it, I, I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to guess a name, but maybe I, you put, her, maybe you put, um, Bailey's group against her. Okay. And then you work towards Bailey Rousey. I mean, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I'm just throwing stuff at the wall here. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, and then and then look, you 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 just you just get you cut ties after that. I mean, you got to get you build her up, and then she puts somebody over, and then we're we're done here. Not only she goes flat out on her back, then moves on to the town. Yeah. Um. How about Lashley? <sighs> I don't know. I think you have to put him in a. I think you put him in a group. Uh, but yeah, they not, blew it. With, they blew it with the the um, hurt, hurt business, whatever they were called. Hurt locker. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the, Those guys were awesome, dude. I, I don't know why they. I don't know why they fucked that up. That was that was a really good group. I think that they could rebuild that, but you put somebody. You put like Carmelo Hayes and you put Lashley because Lashley isn't that great of a talker, but you put somebody like you. That's maybe that's how you bring Carmelo Hayes in is you bring him in with um, like Lashley and then you put somebody else with him, too. Yeah. I don't um, know. I think he's got to be a heel. I, I, I like Lashley better as a, as a heel. Yeah, he I would I would agree as well. Yes. Um, next one here, I've got what about Gunther? Oh, uh, put him in line to face Cody. Yeah, make him the big heel. Every baby face needs a big heel. Why not? Why? I mean, Gunther would be perfect. And Cody was so fast off for that guy too. Yeah, I love Gunther. And think about the odds that Cody, like Cody, overcomes the odds of beating Reigns, and then he had then his first person he has to tackle is Gunther. I, I was thinking, keep that belt, keep the Intercontinental belt on him until you're ready to give him a main event um, world world championship uh, push. Yeah, I, I think that somebody like Gunther would be one of those guys that lasts a long time. Don't even, in don't, the, even uh, Rumble. Lose, don't even lose the belt. Have him have him do something like Austin did, where he just drops the belt. Yeah, that could be done too. I like that idea. I was thinking too, like, what if they? And I know this is kind of out of their wheelhouse, but maybe maybe things will change a little bit with Triple H. But like, what if they just started bringing people in to feed Gunther, like Ishi or Suzuki or 
the great Muda is on his farewell tour. I mean, why not? Why not bring in these people to 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 feed him over the course of the next year, where you're not having to having to recycle your own talent to get their ass kicked to that guy? Let him let him be an international superstar and just beat all these people from all over the place. That would be cool. I like that idea. What I think they should really do with Gunther is bring Elia up and then have like re- redo that UK thing and yeah, do it on the yeah. main roster. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring uh, Timothy Thatcher back to to fight with him for a for a program for a couple months. Yeah, I think you go a lot of ways with him. I really like Gunther. I love Gunther so much, man. He's awesome. He's awesome. But I think you gotta you gotta keep him strong and keep him undefeated and keep him the champ until it's time to make him the villain for somebody. Yeah, and and I hate I hate that we don't call him Walter anymore. Uh, but Gunther ended up kind of working out. Yeah. Um, Vince's infinite here. wisdom. Yeah. Next one I had here was uh, MJF. What do you do with MJF? Uh, let him run rough shot for as long as possible, and then you gotta. But here, here's the thing. Here, here's my. Uh, okay. This is the issue with having MJF as the champion. You have to have a big time baby face to overcome the odds. And I would uh, have assumed that that would have been CM Punk. And I don't know if CM Punk is going to be the baby face anymore. I don't know. It depends. Ah, if I would say if CM Punk comes back, you just keep letting MJF be a dastardly heel and you got to have CM Punk work his way back into uh, winning over the people. And then when he's won or when he's getting close or whatever, then you go, you just boom, then you do it. And that's how you get the belt off MJF. Um, but nothing. Wardlow distracted. Huh? How long can you keep Wardlow distracted before you have to have that match? That's the problem. They don't have Wardlow beat the fuck out of him at that pay per view. That would be that would be awesome. Is Wardlow ready for the belt though? No, no. But which means you've got to keep Wardlow on in in a major program to, to distract him from not chasing MJF who he clearly would yes. annihilate. Yes. So yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's very valid because yes, that's how we remember all that happening is that Wardlow beat the absolute piss out of that guy. Maybe you, maybe you don't even need it. Maybe you don't even need an Uber baby face to do it. Maybe you just have the next person in line, which I don't even know who that would be. Maybe you put him in there with, with Kenny. Like once the, uh, elite and all that are done with their trios run. Maybe you, or maybe Danielson. Maybe you have D- somebody like Danielson in there, and um, Wardlow costs the title, costs MJF the title, and then they do their big feud again. I don't know. I don't because like Danielson, like his, this is he's getting ready to start his third year, and he signed a three year deal, if I'm not mistaken. So he's coming. His deal will be up next year too. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the hell show just started randomly playing on on fight, but this dude just came out to the ring and he's got really big legs and he's called he's called the quad father. Oh 
my tomorrow God. tomorrow Jackson. I have no idea who this guy is, but he looks like he looks like an ass kicker. Uh, put um put the quad father on the <laughs> predictions of best unsigned talent talent. <laughs> This, uh, the other guy, I don't know who the hell he's wrestling, but the other guy had a jacket on that said, Oklahoma as all hell. <laughs> put Actually, put the quad father in the guilty pleasures of the year. Yeah. With Big Bill <laughs> and Bud Heavy. Jesus. Uh, the, the next one's I have, Darby and Sting. What do you do with Darby and Sting? I think it's time to, I think it's time to do the match. You think? I mean, what else do they need to do? He's been a little, than, they've, the they've, 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 they've kind of gone a little stale with Darby. Well, that's just because he took time off, which he desperately needed. But um, I, yeah, I think it's time to do the match. You, but you tease, you tease the breakup for a while, right? Oh, yeah, you got to do that over time. Like, if you're going to do it this year, you got to start it now. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. You got anybody else? Yeah, I had uh, John Silver. Get him away from Dark Order as far away as possible with Reynolds and just let them be the Beaver Boys. I think John Silver needs to leave and go to the WWE because I, I think he's a WWE talent. Yes. Uh, I actually agree with that better than my own opinion. He's so good, dude. I mean, he's. Yes. He would be perfect in NXT, man. He would be so good at NXT. Guy's awesome. I, I it's it's a shame they haven't done more with him yet. Yeah, it is. Um, next one I had Archer and Luchasaurus. Um, these are two guys that are a little bit similar. Is it time to put them into a tag team and give them manager? Ooh. Well, as long as it's not Jake. Um no. Um, Archer. I mean, I don't really care about Archer. He's just kind of whatever. I was really excited when he came in because I really liked him in New Japan. Um, it's kind of whatever. He, when you know, whenever Archer's coming in, he's he's eating an L. So, um, Lugosaurus. But couldn't you couldn't you brand them as something and give them a manager and make them a the ass kicker heel tag team? You could. The only problem is, is that you have a guy that's a a dinosaur, and the other guy is a murder hawk monster. He's kind of a dinosaur too. He's been wrestling for thirty years. <laughs> I mean, Lance, Lance Archer was like a three year veteran in fucking TNA. Yeah. Um. I don't know what you do with them. I, I don't know either. I, that, my only idea was throw them together into a tag team and let them be. Let him be upper mid-card heel tag team. Everybody's got to blow through. Sure. Uh, next one I had was Sheeta. Uh, I... Uh, oh. Huh. I'm going to give a hot take here. I think Sheeta should be Jade for that belt. Okay. And then... That way, you I mean she's a former world champion. Uh, then she wins the TBS championship. Jade can move on to bigger and better things, which would obviously be the world championship and eating pins. And she that she's not um she's not a uh, Cinderella slipper anymore. She no. can she's not protected anymore by that, so she can do her own thing and she can win, she can lose. And I think that once I don't know, 
I feel like that makes sense. I think that's a really good idea. That's probably that's that's better than my idea. My idea was to just get rid of her and let her go, <laughs> let her go work somewhere else and keep her name strong and go work someplace else and then show back up in in WWE or or even AEW down the line. Yeah, I mean, down the line she could be really good in WWE. I think. Um, then I don't know. I feel like her time is just up in AEW. You know, I mean, she's. She's that, I feel like a lot of people. I mean, it's like it, she's. It, it's time to probably get probably go somewhere else. That's yeah. That's kind of why I said like she would have if if you're gonna keep her around, like she would have to do something big, like beat Jade. But I don't know. Uh, next one, I've got Edge. <sighs> um, what is he even doing now, dude? Who fucking cares? Is he hurt? I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, why I, is you're he... you're an edge you're an edge hater. I love Edge. Um, I, didn't, I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him before. Now I I just I I just I don't care anymore. And it's you're, like you're an edge hater. It's okay to admit he's it. He's just you back are. for nothing. It, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, look, man, the, the guy came back, and I, I don't think he did anything in, at all to help his case to get into the Hall of Fame, right? The the Observer Hall of Fame, at least. I mean, has he done anything? To help his case since he came back. Um, I mean, he got hurt, so I'd say no, but I I can't say yes to that yet. Now, I mean, they had a I mean they had a good match at that WrestleMania that Triple Threat, but um, they're going to end up they're going to end up signing him to AEW. Is what's going to happen? He's going to end up getting signed to AEW, and he's going to come in, and we're all going to act like we give a fuck, and no one's going to give a fuck if they retread the tires on a. Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys, son. I mean, I you, would be. You know the young bucks are going to push for that. Fucking right, they would. Why wouldn't they? Edge can still go. You don't, you don't can think still the go. Young bucks are going to try to beat Christian and Edge, huh? Young bucks are absolutely going to try to get Edge in there to beat him and him and Christian. Why yeah. wouldn't they? They want to be the best tag team of all time. They can't help themselves. Why don't we get the Road Warriors out of the grave and beat them too while we're at it? <laughs> Dude, listen, the I they were already gonna retread the tires on the Hardys and the Young Bucks. And listen, Jeff is getting close to coming back. Matt Matt can't move. Matt's legs are fucking stiffer than why why is Jeff kicks. why is Jeff coming back? Why, why isn't he coming back though? I love Jeff. Jeff, who cares? Oh, God. oh my Jeff God. Is, Jeff has gas in the tank. Matt doesn't. He doesn't but... have any. <laughs> he has no gas in the tank. Uh, there's fumes or something in there. Let's do it. Let's yeah, go. Alcohol related is what's in that tank. Listen, I, I I am very much on board. If they want to bring in Edge and they want to redo Edge and Christian, oh. Okay. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, Jackson just leaned, just leaned the other guy up against the railing and wound up with his left hand and then slapped him with his right hand. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on in this show, but it's pretty great. I hope that, dude, I would love it so much if Edge and Christian were back, and you can, you can be a, you can be a little edge hater all you want, but. You you will be popping. You will be standing in your in your living room naked because Edge and Christian are out on the mic doing a five second pose. 
Here, here's what's going to happen. You're, we're going to be watching Dynamite, and out of nowhere, you're going to hear, you think you know me. And then all, yes. all it's going to be is me being that SpongeBob meme. Uh, <laughs> I, I ate on my head out, and I'm just going to fucking turn the TV <laughs> off, dude. And, leave, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn the TV off, and the next thing you're going to see is, is, is Justin Andretti has left the chat. <laughs> so I'm not quit. I'm done. I quit. Uh, no, I, I love it. I want, give me, give me all your edge and all your Christian in AEW. <laughs> all right. The next one I had here was, uh, was Otis. Mm. Put a belt on him. <laughs> okay. Put a, I don't care what belt it is. Um, actually, you know what? I sent Otis to NXT and let him be a big brawling bastard down there and then have him come back up. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I like the idea of bringing back Tucker Knight and reforming heavy machinery and making them the NXT tag team champions. Okay. Yeah. And I'm definitely on board with that. I, I, I love Otis. I loved heavy machinery. Um, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, I'm down for that. What about, what about Otis and silver? How funny would that be, dude? See, what they need to do is they need to get Gable and Otis away from each other, and they need to make Gable, like, fucking awesome. Because he is awesome, and he needs to be, like, a killer. Like, he he could be, like, a Kurt Angle-type guy, but it's too... That that might might be too late for that, but... Well, they got to start. They got to start doing it slowly, and and you can't... He he ain't not getting any traction by being in a tag team with Otis. No, and they waited too long, and they picked the wrong guy with Jason Jordan, and... A long time ago. You didn't, like that? you didn't like American Alpha? No, I loved American Alpha. I just hated Jason Jordan. I hated that he, I hated that that whole angle that yeah. he was Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. That, that was stupid. That made no sense. Why wasn't it Chad Gable? <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. Talk about the biggest fart in church that you could have written. That's Vince McMahon. Like, what? No, they like Jason Jordan didn't need that. He didn't need the validation of being, um, Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. Like yeah. Chad Gable needed the Kurt Angle stamp of approval. Jason Jordan was going to be a star without him. And now he's on a bad stack of dimes, but yeah. To quote the very famous Steve Austin. Uh, the last one I had here was Nick Aldis. Um, I don't. Ooh. So I don't think that he's going to go to WWE. Uh, I think that. Well, okay, I I could see him in WWE. I don't know how he would be used in WWE, and I don't think, I think he wants that sketch. Intercontinental champion. He would be an excellent Intercontinental champion. Um, but I think it's too late for him to get into AEW either. Um, kind of missed the boat. Here's what I will say: If you want to throw something really cool and really big at Cody, Nick Aldis would be a really cool deal. Yeah. That would be a really cool deal. Like a Monday after Mania type thing. Cody's out there like doing his big acceptance speech as your champion, the big baby face um, promo and the confetti's falling. And then all of a sudden you, Nick Aldis shows up. How? Yeah, that'd be fun. Dude, I just painted a great picture in my head. <laughs> Give me the book. <laughs> Um, that's all I had for those. Do you, do you have any other names? 
No, I don't. They were, you picked a lot of names I wasn't thinking about. No, that was awesome. The, um, the, the next thing I had was just resolutions um, for next year. So kind of like, what do you, what are you hoping? I mean, what are your uh, uh, wrestling resolutions for, uh, for next year? So I had, my number one was to give WWE a shot. Like I said, it, it, Triple H has been in charge for a minute now. Um, I hear SmackDown is really good. You guys have been saying SmackDown's good. I, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give it. I'll give it a real shot. But with me, with the WWF man, it it always feels like it's too glossy, and I, I never feel like I get enough of what I want from them. Um, and I always feel like it's 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 like too safe and feels and feels really fake in the WWE. Um, and, and look, man, I get it. They want to protect their talent. I understand all that stuff, but. For me, it's really not. It's just not. It's not enough. Uh, but I, but I'm willing to. I'm willing to give it a shot. I'd say my resolution would be to um, give NXT a chance again, and you know, dive a little. I, I can't. I, I've already, I've given Raw too many chances. I can't. I can't give Raw a, another chance. It's it's just too many hours. But um, stay keep, stay consistent with SmackDown and stuff like that. And obviously, because we're going to WrestleMania, like I'm going to be a lot more consistently watching WWE, especially now because we're in Rumble season and all that. So, um, but yeah, I, I, my resolution would be for sure to stay on and get with uh, NXT a little more often. Um, the next thing I had was to give to give MLW another shot. Um, I know I've been kind of down on MLW, but I, I like like I said, I watched that show from last week. It was good. It really was good. Um. Davey Richards versus a, um, a a Dragon Gate guy named um, SB Kento, who I had no idea who the hell that guy was. That match was awesome, um, really fun. It, it's it, again, guys, free on YouTube um, to watch MLW. So that that's something I'm going to try to jump back into every week. Yeah, uh, I I should I think my real resolution should be to check out some of these stuff that you always say to watch because I usually never do, but I should. And then the other. Um, I had a thing here too, like figures, figures I would like to collect this year. <laughs> so I know some of these are kind of, you know, may, might be a little bit out of the uh, financial ballpark, but I really want that slaughter LJN. And I know it's super expensive, but um, the figure's awesome, dude. So that's kind of, I think that might be my new grail piece is the Sergeant Slaughter LJN. That's a really good one. Um, figure. Um, so I think that, I already have my grail, which my grail was that one of 500 Cody. Cause I got, I got lucky enough to like get it. And like you had it too and you sold it. So um, I think that for me, my other big grail piece is the defining moments triple H. But I, w- what I really want them to do is I really want them to remake that as an ultimate or like they're, they're redoing the defining moments. So I'd really love a retread on that. Um, that would be something that I'd really, really like, but um it depends i haven't really thought outside of the box really because i i pretty much got all the guys that i want that's kind of where i'm at too the the only other stuff i wrote down was um i i kind of want to put my toes in the water on the free birds galoobs from the uk uh, i think i'm gonna try to pick them up this year um and then the other one i was thinking of which is a lot more attainable is the um the Brooklyn Brawler um, classic RA whenever he was um, knuckleball Schwartz in that, in that Bobby Heenan two pack. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you're much into the, the ruthless and classic superstars. I, I like them, uh, but I've been transitioning whenever I get better, when they make better elites or ultimates and I have them in a ruthless aggression, I replace them now. The only other thing I could think of that was kind of attainable 
um, was the Dick Worley um, AWA Remco referee. Oh, they um, talk about that on Major Pot all the time. Really? Yeah. The uh, the the uh, the brown eyed Dick. I don't understand why the hell they, they gave him a different. Um, he's got different wrists than the than the wrestlers. So he's got he's got like a almost like a He Man kind of like Masters of the Universe um, like bracelets on his on his arms for some reason. I don't know I don't know why the hell that is, but I mean I don't know. I mean I'll probably end up buying it anyway. But I thought I, I it just I was gonna I was gonna buy it the other night. Um, I had some I had you know Christmas Christmas money left over, and I was kind of like yeah I should buy a figure. You know I haven't bought a figure in a long time, and mm-hmm. that was the first thing that came to mind. And I looked it up on eBay, and, and I could I could afford it. And I was like, yeah, I should just pull the trigger on this right now. And then I looked at the figure again, and I'm like, I don't fucking even know if I want to buy this right now. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do. And I think what what's kind of turned me off from that too was that I made custom figures of um, uh, Brian Hildebrand, and um, who's the other referee that I made a custom of that I thought was good? It was Tony. It was Curtis, Mark Curtis, and who was the other one? I forget. I made I made two custom referees out of Remco's. So now I'm kind of like, do I really want to buy the Remco referee or or not? I, I don't know if I need it at this yeah. point. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Pee Wee Anderson. Pee Wee Anderson and Mark Curtis. I made um I made customs of both those guys. Oh, and slick. And slick. Which is which is why I didn't put down the uh the zombie sailor uh slick for the for you know most anticipated is that that figure looks really good but now i don't i don't need it anymore <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know what the hell why am i buying a figure of a a, a fake hasbro of a, of a guy that i don't i don't need that figure anymore right <laughs> uh but uh but yeah i think that concludes our uh 22 uh wrapped in our uh did you, 20- did you have did you have anything that you were hopeful for in 2023 Oh yeah, I'm hopeful for another a really good Triple H Ultimate, like a um I'm hopeful for like a remake because they they did that ultimate edition for Triple H. I'd like one I'd like I really like a ruthless aggression era triple H, like a really good one done. Cause they have some good ones out there, but I really like an ultimate done because I'm a mark. But are you talking like in the in the jean jacket with the, with yes. the black shirt and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd really like an Outsiders Ultimate Edition. Um, a um, maybe a. I want some more WCW characters. I want. I want like all more, tag. like more Nitro. Yeah, I want all the tag teams, man. I want. I want freaking, you know, Scott Steiner looking like, um, yes. you know, Billy I, Graham. Give me a, I, give want, me a big, I want uh, Harlem Heat, all that shit. Yeah, give me a big Papa Pump for sure. If they're going to do, I mean, like they already said they're doing, they got Steiners lined up. So give me a big pop of pump. Yeah. Um, I put uh, hopeful for a better WWE. That's what we already talked about. I put hopeful for people to support indie wrestling a little bit more. Um, I put Mike Tanay returning. I'm hopeful for that at some point. You know, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to, to believe that's going to happen, but I would really love to see Mike Tanay, you know, get back into a major promotion. Um is 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 Ronaldo working anywhere? Um. So Morrow, I don't think Mar. I mean, I. Man, I don't know. I could see like if Morrow was working. 
I don't think he's gonna be working in in wrestling. No, I don't. Yeah, it I would agree. be it would be cool, but I think that his time has come and gone. Yeah, it could be. Uh, let's see here. What else I got? I've got. Uh, I'm hopeful for ROH as developmental. Very hopeful. So I'm hopeful to see how that how that all plays out. Um, uh, further development of the New Japan Women's Division. I'm hopeful for that. So let's see how that turns out. Ho- and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get some more people signed and more people will be able to get to get some work in over there. Yeah, I would be hopeful for that too. Yeah, hopeful for Sasha Banks, man. I, I don't know. I don't know where she's going to end up. If she's going to be, you know, signed to AEW or signed to New Japan or what it is, but I'm, I'm hopeful to see how that plays out because I think she's a hell of a, a hell of a good talent, and hopefully, you know, it'll be uh, it'll be a good fit no matter where she's at. Yeah, I I I, I have a feeling she's going to be on that January fourth show. Hopefully, she, hopefully she is. Yeah. Then the last one I had was just NXT Europe. I, I know they're going to restart. Um, you know, they closed NXT UK. They're going to, re- they're going to open NXT Europe. I don't know what the timeline is for that, but I'm hopeful that we're going to get a lot more information on that and maybe even get an announcement that, uh, they're going to reopen shop somewhere in, uh, somewhere in Europe, you know, during, uh, 2023. Yeah, that is interesting because, um, they've been wanting to do this for years and it sounds like they're finally getting to it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. They, there's I mean, there's a lot of people that got cut loose too that lost their contracts that are going to end up getting re-signed. So a lot of the people in NXT right now are are like um, UK talents. So I think a lot of them will end up going there and being kind of like the the faces you recognize, you know, on NXT uh, NXT Europe once they restart. But there's a lot of talent out there, man. There's a lot of people out there that are that are going to get re-signed. They were in NXT UK and a lot more, you know, a lot more European talents that I'm really looking forward to seeing on like a, like a weekly show or even a, even a monthly show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see that too. Cause I totally forgot a lot of those people got cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. Definitely excited to see what they do with it. Cause I know they wanted to branch out. Like they wanted one in India. They wanted one in Japan. Like they wanted it to be everywhere. But, uh, that's, but yeah, if you don't that's any- all I got. That's all I have for the, uh, for the hopefuls for next year. Awesome. Well, uh if you don't got anything else uh we'll uh we'll head out of town yeah that's all all i got man i appreciate appreciate the uh the opportunity to be here as always always fun you know talking shop but uh yeah have have a have a great new year's you and uh you and allison have a great new year's i'm sure we'll uh sure we'll talk soon for sure yeah thanks for coming on and make sure you check us out on twitter at the underscore podski instagram the underscore podski and on facebook at the podski with john baker and be sure to check out our holiday award show from last week. Uh, it's doing pretty good numbers so far and make sure you check all that out too, because uh, we were in for a long one and that was a really fun show and put a lot of time and effort into that thing. So, um, but yeah, make sure you check it out that way. All of this uh, will make a lot more sense and let us know who, uh, what your predictions are for 2023. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Podski.